Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today we got two episodes back-to-back coming out. Super exciting. Um, just wanted to get you guys back up to speed with where I'm at with business and throw some value your guys' way. So a little bit of um, some info on what's been going on with my company. One of the reasons you guys have not heard from me is because I was in Africa for four months uh, from January, like, late January, I guess it was pretty much much March at that point, uh, all the way until the end of April. And I got back, I think a week and a half ago, I just hit the ground running with the, with the lawn care business with yellow hat mowers. We just been, we've been grinding, brother. We've been grinding. It's been, it's been crazy. Um, we've been getting five clients per day for the past, probably since I got home. And before then it was like one to two a day for like two or three weeks before then plus all the people returning from last year so it's been absolutely wild we're looking at uh, picking up another truck here within the next couple of weeks if you hear uh, some yelling outside that's my neighbors uh, i got the window open trying to get some some fresh air some breeze going on but uh you know life happens with neighbors so uh yeah lots of crazy stuff going on we got a new truck it's a 2016 chevrolet silverado 3500 it is a gasser and the guys, I buy this truck, right? <clears throat> I've never driven anything that I would consider especially nice. Uh, you know, my family doesn't have like, we, when I'm driving Bentleys, we don't have Mercedes. We don't have new cars. Like, um, I think total value of both of my parents, uh, my dad has a truck from like his job gives him like a work truck. I think it's a 2019 Ranger. It's a good, it's a nice truck. Um, and then he's got a, a a 2002 BMW um, 330, and my mom has a Toyota Sienna. I think combined value of the two cars is like $8,000. So, so I go out and get this truck, right? Mint truck, lower mileage, you know, pretty much no rust, just all surface rust, all stuff that can be taken care of. And I was like, dude, this is clean. It's got rims. It's going to need new tires here soon. Uh, just overall clean truck. Just nice, good interior. Everything's good about it, right? And uh, so I get this truck, and literally the next day, the next day I get, uh, I get a, I don't know if I got a phone call or a text, but uh, I found out that one of the guys had gotten in an accident with the truck. So it wasn't exactly, I say accident, the guys jackknifed the truck. Uh, it was a new guy. He was doing mulch. He actually blew one of the tires on the trailer because he, it looks like he had hit a curb uh, or some sharp object and then just dragged, and like he didn't let up the steering wheel he pulled tighter and so it put a gash in the side of the tire so this happened on the way to him getting mulch so he uh he um showed up to the mulch place with the flat tire and i'm pretty sure he was backing in and that's when he jackknifed it and so that was uh not uh not the greatest phone call to get blew a tire and jackknifed my truck and uh it's actually in a really weird position the dent but anyway it was not ideal. So that's what's been going on. We're getting another truck. Probably going to get a, uh, I know I already have a Chevy. I'm going to maybe try all the brands. I don't know. Ram, I didn't give it a fair shot because I bought a piece of junk. Chevy, it's a good truck. I don't see anything breaking for a long, long time on that truck. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. Maybe a, I'm, I'm probably thinking Ford. Honestly, we're doing residential snow with that truck this year. So you guys give me some input here. Um, I'm probably thinking we're just going to go for an F-150. We're going to get a long bed. 
newer model, probably 2015, 2014, 2015. Like I'm not looking, it doesn't got it doesn't have to be like super duper new. Uh, obviously I'd prefer something that isn't super old. I want to keep it a little bit classy, but uh, lower mileage, four wheel drive, V8, long box, all that good stuff. Could be a work truck, an XL and XLT, something. Um, <clears throat> something not super crazy. And so goal is to get that truck here next three, four weeks. I gotta clean up the credit a little bit because obviously I just got that new truck and I had some personal credit cards that I'd recently gotten. So uh, I wanna clean up the credit a little bit. Gonna go for that truck. Yes, financing because why not? If I'm gonna pay cash, like now I'm, you know, my bank account goes down super low again. If something happens to the truck, then I'm toast. Nah, just not for me. You know, if I wanna pay it down super fast, I can do that. If not, I don't have to. We're probably gonna get a smaller trailer um, I was thinking ramp rack. That was my original thought was ramp rack, but I was like looking at ramp racks and I'll even pull it up right here, but I'm looking at ramp racks, right? And let me, let me pull it up. Let me just get you guys the, the price on, on a ramp rack and I get it. They're brand new. Um, all that good stuff. Ramp rack. You can spell where it is. The ramp rack.com. Perfect. So let's find products. Let's just go all products. It's going to be right there. Because I'm just looking for like a basic, I'm not looking for a specialty, looking for an extreme series. So just a standard one, it's like 3,400 bucks. And I'm like, dude, I can get a single axle trailer, which is all I actually need. I can stick that, you know, I could stick a 60 inch jack mower on it with you know a 33 inch push mower Toro, skag ferris it doesn't really matter i'll just snag something like that something i can find on marketplace that's you know low hours nice fat push mower don't have to think about it um or just like a really big maybe get a big uh what's it called like a bigger single axle maybe with one of those side gates like an atv gate and uh maybe you roll with that but details will be fleshed out on that I don't even think that's the end of the world. Like, it's not that big of a concern to me. But I'm definitely, I don't think I'm getting a ramp rack because it's like 3400 bucks. I'm like, dude, 3400 bucks can buy me like a solid, like a solid trailer. Um, I think I pay like 2800 bucks for my seven and a half by 16 dual axle that I have. So forking over an extra, you know, six, 700 bucks to have something that goes in the bed. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it especially because you can't just go ahead and hook up a trailer. And if I'm doing, you know, I'm running two dump trailers that I've rented and we're doing mulch like crazy or we're working a big landscape job, or, you know, I switch out trailers or something happens and I've got to tow the bigger trailer, the, the seven and a half by 16, and I've got a ramp rack in the hitch. So I've got to like take out the ramp rack and it's a whole process for that. So I'm thinking small trailer, we're going to go handheld stuff, probably echo. I love my echo stuff. It's all indestructible. Well, if you're running over the lawnmower, it's not indestructible. Been there, done that. Don't ask. $350 down the drain. Probably going to snag some new Echo stuff. We need another Echo trimmer for um, my crew, for the crew number one. And then crew number two, we're going to need um, two trimmers. And then one that's a trimmer with the, with a combi unit. We definitely have to snag at least one more backpack blower. And, you know, in the fall, we can be running like a fall cleanup crew and like a mowing crew because people are going to just kind of 
peter out and we can just run one crew that does you know that does all of the mowing and then another crew goes out with three backpack blowers you know we got three guys in the big truck and we let the little truck do the you know all the other all the mowing and stuff like that but just trying to figure out a good thought process behind all of that i'm not the kind of guy who wants to overthink things my opinion is like let's get the clients and then think about it later but it is like a i might as well talk about it now right on the podcast you guys are going to ask so yeah like five people per day what are we doing right now for marketing? Uh, we're running Google ads, Google local service ads. We've been killing it in the Facebook groups. We've been killing it on Nextdoor, um, which are two free things. We reached out to a couple property management companies uh, last evening, yesterday evening. Haven't gotten an email back, so we're probably just going to have to call them, follow up. So what we're going to do is we're going to call them, and we're going to see if they have any properties that they need bidded on. Because if we land a really big property that like complete that fills like half a day or a day, then we're pretty much have to get another truck or at least be running like a five-day mow crew. And you guys know my opinion. I like to run four days. Generally, if you have enough uh, work to fill four days, you're probably going to have enough odd jobs to fill in a fifth day if you want to, especially in the spring with mulch and stuff like that, mulch, spring cleanups, that kind of thing. And then the fall with fall cleanups, easily fill in five, six days. In the summer, you know, throwing some hedge trimming, some landscape, save some retaining walls and and gravel and and uh, you know astroturf and and all that kind of stuff for for the summer when everything's dry up a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Five five a day on average. I think we've had some six and seven client days. We've had you know our three four client days, but it's been really hitting it full swing. Most of it I'd say is from the mailers that we did. We were very very particular about the way we did it. I got some advice from a really really smart guy who's built and exited um you know a multi million dollar lawn care business. And uh, yeah, I got some great pieces of advice from him. And uh, I was just off to the races. We were very specific in the design, the targeting, all that stuff was very intentional. I mean, we only targeted like specific addresses. That's how crazy we were about it. And I took a lot of time last season to um, really pick out the kind of properties that I wanted and only market to them. And so we were super particular about that. And uh, it, it just, it paid off so, so well. I think client acquisition cost right now, like so far, is like $30 from the mailers. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. It's crazy. Um, and then I would have to check Google local service ads. Um, and I'm going to have uh, an episode on this here in a second. So I will check before I before I record that episode where I'm going to talk about, you know, how we're tracking things, how we're keeping on track, how we know that we can add another truck. How is all this going to work? How does all this pan out? with marketing, like nothing's guaranteed in life, that kind of good stuff. Yeah, 100%. So uh, also the other thing that we're thinking about now is hiring guys. It's a big thing where I've always hired guys who are kind of in my circle or somewhere in my network. We just hired another guy two days ago. He's working today. His name's Pat, uh, short for Patrick. Man's a beast. Man's a freaking beast. He's 21 years old. Uh, he's in school, just got out. The school just got out for, for some colleges, so he's back. And uh, he wants to make his money, so he's going to be a foreman for us. So we need to get, probably the plan is to go out and hire two full-time guys to run the other mo crew, and that should be more than enough. <clears throat> if they have a decent amount of experience, you know, the guys we currently have can run one crew. Probably going to pick up another part-time guy, maybe two more part-time guys over the summer. Pick up two full-time guys, um, two full-time guys now. And then probably going to pick up two more full-time guys for the winter. It depends on what the commercial contracts look like for snow, how many residential contracts we're getting for snow. We might add a third truck for snow. We might just say screw it and do it. 
because I know I can make it happen on, on the marketing side of things. It's just, do I want to jump in with all, you know, like go all in on, on snow plowing this, this winter? I know I can turn a profit. I know there's a lot of really smart people I can get advice from. So I'm not worried about that. Is it a decision I really want to jump into right now? That's the, that's the big question for me. So, yep, snow is on the horizon. Um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a wild winter. It's going to be a wild summer. Adding that second crew, hiring all those people, all that craziness. We're setting up so many systems, automations, SOPs, stands for standard operating procedure for those of you who don't, who don't know. Um, just a lot of things, just trying to get ahead of the game because I didn't even have the awareness last season to be like, hey, this I could systematize my, um, my onboarding process. I could create scripts and specific processes for bringing on clients to close 90% of clients at a profitable price, you know, like prices would be the only objection they'd have, you know, they fall in love with us immediately, they get us lots of referrals, we maximize those upsells, we're getting tons of reviews, and it's all automated, so we don't have to, you know, spend all day every day texting and calling and trying to get reviews and, and all this stuff that's really useful, and is really helpful to us. But honestly, maybe not war the best use of our time right now when we're growing so fast off of paid sources where it's like, I pay, I don't have to spend a lot of time except for picking up the phone, onboarding people, that kind of stuff. So setting up all those lead generation and, and marketing systems, automations, all that good stuff. Uh, I've been helping a couple of other guys with their businesses do it. And uh, it's absolutely, it's been a blast working with them. And uh, it's been a blast doing it for my business, keeping me busy for sure. 12, 14 hour days are the norm for a little bit here, but I've got some fun summer plans coming up. So that's a little bit of an update of where we're at. Obviously just running the one crew right now, running two crews, three or four weeks out from that. But uh, it's been crazy. It's been it's been it's absolutely nuts. And uh, spring rush is just not slowed down at all. So super excited for that. I uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to leave me a five star review, would much appreciate. I realize that you guys you guys don't leave me five star reviews unless I ask for it. So I kind of I guess I kind of deserve that one. So go ahead and leave us a five star review down below if you got some value. Just some basic updates of what's going on with me and my company. I hope it inspires you to do more, and I hope it gives you direction for yourself and your business. Peace, guys. I'll catch you later.